before Google, social media, or IMDb, there were guys behind the counter. They were your window to all things movie, what just came out, and what is and what is not worth your time. Stay tuned as we discuss this week's staff pick, VHS finds, and anything else that may pop up. Welcome to Behind the Counter. We are the guys behind the counter. I'm Kev with Pizza Planet Video. I am Sprinkles with Collection Therapy. Sprinkles, we are back for another episode. I believe this is episode 23. 23, I believe. It could be 22. I didn't look before. I don't, yeah. I don't pay attention. I, I just make them and post them. Exactly. But we got a lot to talk about. Uh, let's just jump right into Tape Talk. So right. last episode, you were really excited about this trailer called Ma. Mm-hmm. It's a, I would call this a psychological thriller. Yeah. With Dip, some, dipping on the lines of like horror of like, uh, yeah, kind of, I don't know what kind of horror that would be. It's, it's pretty twisted. Yeah, it gets twisted. So I had not seen it. So I, wa- I watched the trailer to put a, a teaser bit in the last episode. That movie trailer is fucked. That movie is fucked. Mm-hmm. And I will say the trailer, I mean, I don't know how much more is in the movie, but the trailer gives a lot away, but it still is really exciting. I'm very excited to see this movie. Yeah. So basically a lot of ups and downs. It starts out with kids basically talking to an older woman to buy them beer. And the woman in this is Octavia Spencer. Octavia is in, been in movies like, um, uh, shape of water, shape of water, hidden figures, so she's a well-known actress, and it was she. I haven't seen her in a lot of horror or like dark movies, so it was interesting to see her in that kind of role. Yeah. Um, but basically, these high school kids get her to buy them beer, right? And mm-hmm. then she says, "Y'all want a party?" She takes them to her house and basically creates the house that all the all the high school kids want to go to because she has no rules, right? Right. Right. And then it just goes to shit after that. She starts getting a little too close. How does she get our cell phone numbers? Uh huh. It goes she's from leaving there. them like beer outside of school, and uh, she's she's hitting them up on Instagram to come hang out every day, and she's throwing big parties. And then then it starts to get a little bit dark, and because uh, the only thing they are not allowed to do is go upstairs. Correct. That's all she ever says is "Don't go upstairs," which right away that's foreshadowing, but. Right, but they you can't tell high school kids not to do something. They're going to do what you tell them not to do. Right, so eventually somebody goes upstairs. Just, and I mean, not to give too much away as far as the trailer, but um, I mean, how would you summarize what, what exactly goes down? It went from like zero to a thousand real quick after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all I'll say is someone's mouth got sewn shut. Yeah, and the kid, when she paints his face... That was like like Chainsaw Massacre, kind of like creepy, where it was like, yeah. what's she doing? What She's like, she's literally just putting white, white paint on this kid's face, and they're all passed out around her, and that's kind of how the scene ends. Uh, and you also find out in the trailer that she knows the parents of some of these kids, mm-hmm. so this might go even further. Um, really excited about that one. And that's coming out in like two months. Yeah. They're, drop- they're dropping every month. So look forward to that, guys. Uh, I might go see this one in theaters. 
Yeah. So I'm, Pizza Planet's going to have to venture into <laughs> some horror movies this year because we got we got like one a month. So many. So, but it's <laughs> it's it looks like a great cast. So I'm excited to see it. But yeah, I was not prepared mm-hmm. for how. Like at first, I was like, okay, they're going to her house, and it's like the music and the shots. You're like, oh, it's a creepy basement. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't expect the level of gnarliness to happen towards the end. I was just like, okay, that took me by surprise. So, and I think I think that's why they put it in the trailer. Yeah, because they needed people to see that it, it's pretty rad. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> I look forward to watching it. But so, have you found? Did you go hunting this week? Um, <clears throat> I did go briefly hunting. Um, I had some friends in town, and I've been pretty busy starting a new job as well, so I haven't been out that much. But um. I picked up one thing on Instagram. Uh, I picked up Salival, a Tool VHS, which if you know what Tool is, that's cool. Uh, if you don't know what Tool is, then that means nothing. But pretty rad. Got it for really cheap. Uh, other than that, uh, what did I find? I found something. Oh, I found this weird <laughs> this weird two-hour microeconomics class tape. And it's like clearly a, a college or high school project um, with some really bad acting. Uh, it's one of the best miscellaneous, like, like what the fuck tapes I have now. And I'm glad I put it into watch. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I picked up. I found Charlie's Angels one. You know, so nice. uh, slow. Week. Woo, <laughs> thrilling. Yeah. Thrilling week. Found Charlie's Angels. Uh, I haven't done any hunting. Um We've talked about it every time. My collection's out of control. But my wife mm-hmm. went to the thrift store today for something, and she brought me back Star Kid. And Star Kid is awesome. I I don't really remember it. I kind of remembered it once I saw the box, but I'm excited to jump into that. Uh, I got Spider Man too because you and I had talked about you loved the original Spider Mans, and so yes, I wanted the to Toby get the Toby Yeah, the Toby Maguire. Yeah. I wanted to get them on VHS so we could watch them and do a show on that. But other mm-hmm. than that, man, um, my buddy VHS Heat, uh, if you've listened to the podcast before, uh, mm-hmm. he's kind of Pizza Planet's sugar daddy. He's just this awesome cat, <laughs> has a lot of great, great videos, but he's got a couple of videos coming my way. Um, I wanted to give him a shout out and say thanks for that. But as of right now, Very man, nice. my wife and I were down in the shop tonight, like looking around, like she's like, hmm. all right, all you got to do is buy me a box of wine. And I'll sit down here with you, and we'll just make the Google spreadsheet. So I think it's going to happen soon. Do it, do it. It's fun. It's I just it's you got I've got to bite the big it's one. Fun. And just go. It's just got to happen. So I, I think can I can next... share I can share you on mine. I can uh, I can let you see mine and get an idea how it all how it all looks. You can just copy it. Oh yeah, I'm in. It's it's easy once you once you get going. Right. Once it's all broken into genres, and you already have that settled. Oh yeah. When I organized mine, I was over a thousand, and almost all of them weren't actually sorted by anything. Oh shit! It had it had, it had just become a giant wall because they were stacked on each other. So I I couldn't really organize them. Thankfully, those days are long gone. For sure. So yeah, I have at least I have them in genres. So, they're mostly alphabetized. So all I have to do is just make the Google Docs, and so I just it'll be great. I just have yeah. to sit down and done that. So, as of right now, I again I'm not I haven't gone out and hunted. I did a little bit of hunting today because when my wife told me she was getting the videos, it kind of got me in the mood. Mm-hmm. Didn't find a single damn thing that I was like, this is worth picking up. So, one of my thrift stores uh, decided to 
for for one their tapes were a dollar which i'm usually against but every so often i found gold there so i still go um they decided to double the price i don't know all tapes are now all tapes are now two dollars and i asked the lady i was like hey they all know me and i was like hey well i'm not really gonna be coming here anymore because what's up with that and she was like yeah i know and so i let her know that some of the tapes are moldy too and i was like Honestly, you're not you're not going to sell those because I was the only person buying them. But I don't, that's a huge bummer. That was yeah. one of my last spots too. Fuck, dude, it's drying up everywhere. Uh, but so that's kind of yeah. So other than that, man, not much. So to sad, talk about. sad news in Tape Town, but yeah. But hey, you know the boys are back in town. That's what I hear. <laughs> Cue to intro song for uh, for today's topic. <laughs> today's movie that we watch today's topic really is baseball baseball and and the reason being well first off i'm a huge baseball fan spring training Mm -hmm. is upon us it has started that's right so i thought no better time than now for you to watch a movie that you had not seen that was in my top five Mm -hmm. um top rom-coms and that would be bull durham what do you believe in well i believe in the small of a woman's back the hanging curveball, high fiber, good scotch, and I believe in long, slow, deep, soft, wet kisses that last for three days. Oh After 12 years in the minor leagues, I don't try out. Besides, uh, I don't believe in quantum physics when it comes to matters of the heart. Sometimes love can play. So the nineteen eighty eight classic with Kevin Costner. It really is a classic. I, I it's fantastic. It's so I, fucking so I, good. So I watched it on Netflix and I remember I had this movie on tape. I had it amongst my I think it was on my like because I have a shelf of baseball movies, because we'll talk about those more, but I do enjoy baseball movies more than the sport by far. Um, I love baseball movies and I was looking at it and I remember going, what the hell is Bull Durham? I'm going to lie. I judge movies by covers to my detriment. I'm aware of this, but you got to grab me, you know, especially when I have thousands on my wall alone. If the cover doesn't grab me, I'm not going to put it in and hope the next two hours is a, is a, is a fun ride. So, I just I just never put it in. Same problem with I remember even the Princess Bride. Not if it was a slight tangent. Princess Bride had such a bad title and cover. I didn't watch it until I was like twenty two years old. Dude, I know. rats of unusual size. I know. It, it's <laughs> inconceivable. I mean I, the, the fact that you didn't watch inconceivable. it. Inconceivable. Oh. Uh <laughs> but anyway, Bull Durham, for those who don't know, uh also stars Tim Robbins. Yep. As Nuke. As as one of the best Bill Paxtons I've ever seen. <laughs> oh. he, uh, as soon as he turned, I was like, wait, who is that? I genuinely wasn't sure because he, he's not recognizable as Tim Robbins. His hair is looks like Christian Slater's. So I was like, who is And he's so young in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's wicked young. But he plays, um, well, what's his name? His actual name? I honestly, God, can't remember. I just always remember oh, him as, oh. as Nuke or Meat. Yeah, me meets one of the best. Oh, his name's Ebby. <laughs> Ebby Calvin Lelouch. Uh, oh man. So 
let's just let's just explain what Bull Durham is. Is basically it is a baseball movie about a minor league single A team, the Durham Bulls. All right. Um, is this is this a real team? Yeah, by the it's way, in Raleigh Durham. The Durham Bulls is a real team. It's in they're in Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay, the Durham Raleigh North Carolina Bulls. Um, well, technically, it's in Durham, which is but no one really knows. So I just say Raleigh. So okay. um, rad. Um, I'll get nerdy on you. So they're in the Carolina League, right? So in single A ball, it's all in, they're all major or minor leagues, right? So there's majors, which uh-huh. we know, minors that we know. But inside of minor leagues, there are different leagues. So there's the Carolina League, the Appalachian League, the Southern – There's Oh. The Southern Atlantic so that's like League. How, that's like how they used to do wrestling. Right. So, there, so, you, so just okay. because when you say you're in the minor leagues, that way you don't have to play 8,000 teams. You have, a, you have a league that you play, right? So oh, technically, it, while the, this movie is going on, they are in the Carolina League. They are no longer in the Carolina League. They are now – I believe the they're in the um, Southern Atlantic League. I'm not. I can't. That may be not true, but I I feel like they're not in their league anymore. Um, so basically, mm-hmm. the movie is based around this single A team. It's a um, Kevin Costner's character Crash is brought up to coach and mentor Nuke, who is this wild, crazy pitcher. He has an amazing fastball and speed, but he has no control. Susan Sarandon's character is <laughs> she is a baseball groupie and each year she grabs one baseball player and she either mentors them, but she mentors them through sex, which is the best way to tutor anyone. I think it, it, it made me really happy. I like Susan Sarandon a lot. <laughs> She's reading them Walt, <laughs> Walt Whitman while they're like tied. To the... It's great. So it's a good scene. Yeah. It's just, it's based around those three characters and, you know, inside this minor league team. And it's just, it embodies for me, everything that is wholly about baseball, right? The opening scene when Susan's Sarandon's character, uh, which is her, her character's name is Annie. Mm-hmm. She has this like inner monologue where she talks about, you know, I've tried all the churches, Buddhism, you know, Catholicism, <laughs> Judaism, I've tried them all. And they're all, you know, I just keep coming back to baseball. There's 180 something beads on a rosary. There's 180 something stitches on a baseball. And, you know, the church of baseball is what I always come back to. They're not as, they're, what does she say? They're not as judgmental or something. It's, it's, yeah. The church of baseball is a true thing. I, I am a, <coughs> a member of the church of baseball. I, I follow the Atlanta Braves. That is my team. Hopefully this year we will take it to all the way to the series. But baseball, baseball, woohoo, um, woohoo! So this time of year, I watch a lot of baseball movies. So Bull Durham is number one always. So Bull Durham gets popped in, and Kevin Costner is in like I don't know, eight thousand baseball movies. I mean, like Field of Dreams, For the Love of the Game. Like he's just in so yeah. many. He's in so many I baseball assume. movies. I hope he really likes baseball, and he didn't just get typecast doing something he doesn't like. Uh, who knows? But, but this wow, this movie also has so many amazing lines. But so we 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 basically start out with Susan Sarandon's character walks to the ballpark, and she's there. She's scoring the game. She's you know <laughs> she's got she knows everybody in the park, and you know she's taking notes on on Nuke's pitching. And she's like, she gets this little boy. She's like, honey, take this to Nuke. And he like walks to the dugout <laughs> and gives Nuke this huge, and he says like, extend your back when you do your pitch. And, and it's just so good. And it's like, 
oh, it's just funny. I don't know. What so what it, what 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 grabbed you in the first ten minutes? Um, uh, well, Susan Sarandon. Uh right away. I was like, Oh, that's what kind of character she is. I didn't know what to expect, so I was just like I went in totally blind. I didn't watch a trailer. I didn't aside from what you told me about it, I didn't really know what I was getting in for. Um but also just the introduction of Nuke, or at the beginning of the movie, he's known as Ebby, which is an awful name, Ebby Lelouch. Uh, his introduction, when he's he's just getting down in the back there, um, before a game, before his big minor league, <laughs> is it his minor league debut? It is. Is that what it well, is? Well, technically, it's his major league debut. Yes, yeah, so he's, right, it's right. his first debut on a, an official MLB mound. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just great from the get-go. The whole the line delivery, every everything about Nuke's character, and you really think Nuke's going to be like the focus of the movie, and then then it shifts to where I mean it's all about Crash. Yeah, it's, it's all about his character, who I want to keep calling him Bull Durham, but that's not his name. Nope, it is not. So uh, I like that when you're talking about Nuke in the opening scene, he's having sex mm-hmm. in the dugout, and so yes, because he's he's a young kid. Well, not in the dugout. Well, but he's in the he's locker in the locker room. room. He's technically yeah. it's called a clubhouse in baseball. He's in the clubhouse. I'm gonna I'm gonna I don't <laughs> I don't do a lot of sports. I don't you know I'm not a huge sports guy, but I am a I am a baseball junkie. for sure. No, teach me the ways. <laughs> this is. This, you're an expert in this movie too, so I'm I'm excited to hear like a like a deep like thought of a lot of these because I, I watched it quick and I was super excited about it. I was I know I'm gonna watch it again too, which is surprising. I usually don't say that right away, but I'm gonna watch this movie again. I was so stoked when you messaged me. You're like, dude, this movie's amazing. I was like, yes, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> so it really is. Luke is in the clubhouse. He's having a little quickie before the mound. Skip. <laughs> which is generally what they call the manager. Skip walks in. It's like, you need to get the fuck out and play the game. And I forgot the character, the girl's name that he's having sex with, but her daddy gave the scoreboard to the, the Durham Bulls. And she's like, you mm. can't kick me out of the clubhouse. My daddy gave <laughs> you the scoreboard. And if you kick me out, he'll take that scoreboard away. And he's just like, fucking hell. Okay. You're right. Yep. And so he's like, well, you got three minutes. And then Nuke's like, you hear that? Three minutes? We got time for another. <laughs> Nuke's pitching. And his pitch is all over. Like, he's hit the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. He's he's hit the uh, announcer. He's hit the mascot. He's hit everywhere but the strike zone. <laughs> and uh, Annie, Susan Sarandon's character, is like, well, how was Nuke? And she's like, he's a lot like his – he fucks a lot like his pitching. It's fast and all over the place. <laughs> I was just like, yes, <laughs> that's hilarious. So I mean, yeah, it's a it's a much raunchier movie than I thought as yeah. far as the language and the. Uh, and you usually don't expect a baseball movie to be more about sex than baseball. This kind of com- definitely is. This kind of combines the you know the two. So it's, yeah, it's the sexiest baseball movie. <laughs> I mean, is that right? Is it the sexiest baseball movie? Do you think there is one that? I don't know. I like, I haven't think, done the research, uh, but it's definitely major league. Well, Major League, they take the, the they have the cutout <laughs> of her in a bathing suit, so that's right. But this is definitely has a lot more sex. You see Susan Sarandon's O face a lot in this movie. Yeah, you sure do. Well, when she's Tell reading Walt Whitman, but so I'm down. I'm down for a sequel. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Bull Durham two, down and dirty. <laughs> it, They're both just so much older. <laughs> 
He's still in the minors. Technically, Crash would be a he's being manager at that point because he he was let go. But as the movie progresses, Nuke is not good. So they bring up Kevin Costner's character, Crash. Crash mm-hmm. is an aging professional baseball player. He's been in the minors forever. He is the what the embody of baseball is. He loves the game so much. He'll play it like when you play football. You either do good in college and go to the the NFL, or you just don't. Mm-hmm. There's really not anywhere else to go. There's you can go to like the Canadian League or like European League, but for baseball right. players, you can always be in the minor if you're okay. Or you can go down to the Mexican League, or you can go to Japan where it's fucking huge. But like these guys will live in that minor league world forever and that's what it's a it's an entire world i didn't i wouldn't have even thought existed but you could have told me minor leagues is like an office that gets together and plays against another office what? like i i really didn't know it was such a big thing um it is because but that's pretty sweet because if you think about it football has co- college from their players right and baseball doesn't really have a college section they, so they play in college but it's not really focused on it's not a major part of college yeah no one talks about baseball college teams and major leagues can in the the baseball can actually recruit out of high school so if, i believe it's 16 and older can go into major league baseball <laughs> well yeah cuz it's i mean it's not that hard to work but, hey, oh uh, don't give me <laughs> i mean i i, used to, I used to, in college i did not like the baseball players but now i respect yeah. them but like they, they come into baseball, right? And so mm-hmm. you can live in the minors, and that's what Crash does. He's an aging player. He's gone to the show for 21 days. They bring him in because he's aged, he's mature, and he's really good at what he does. And they, he's, a, mm-hmm. he's a catcher. There's a special relationship between a pitcher and a catcher. In so many instances, we can make so many jokes about pitching right. and catching. Right, right. But in this instance, we're talking baseball. Uh, is another instance I never thought of. What a, what a character to have a catcher as the main character. Mm-hmm. Is there any baseball position that you hear less about other than maybe right field? <laughs> the outfield is not talked <laughs> about a lot. Like you, you, when you talk baseball, you talk a lot about like pitching, Generally, yeah. pitching first base catchers, like the infield is talked about the, sh- the shortstop. You get a little, you know, <laughs> yeah, shortstops. It's a, it's a nomar. It's in a very important position though. Uh, it sure is. So crash comes up and he's like, this is bullshit. And he basically is taking Nuke under his wing to get him to relax and play baseball, to hone his skill. Because Nuke has an amazing talent, but little to no control over it. And he doesn't mm-hmm. respect the game of baseball because he's already been paid. So he's got the money. He's got the car. He's got the gold watch. you know. But he doesn't have the respect for the game that'll get him out of the minors. He's just got his fast throw. Mm-hmm. So the, the he's scene, a big dummy. He's what a he is. huge dummy. So he's a fuck boy. He's a definite fuck boy. So Susan Sarandon's <laughs> character can't decide. She only takes one player a season. During during the 142 games of a regular season of baseball, she only has one lover. But she says it in like the neo-Catholic way of monogamy because right. she's well-educated. Yes, she's, she's strictly monogamous while, in baseball while seasons. the season's gone. And so she can't decide. So she said she took both of them back to her house. And she says, mm-hmm. I'm going to have... I'm going to decide after tonight which one I'm going to take. And and Crash is like, no, that's not how we play this game. I love that he did that. He was just like, if you're interested in that dude, then I'm out. 
I like all the things that he is into. He was like, I'm into so many things. I'm into a good book, uh-huh. softcore porn. I'm into this, yeah. but not this. Like, I'm all about, you know. He, he was, he's honestly one of the best characters I've seen in a movie, period. And because he is, he is straight up and not a dick at the same time. Usually people who like just say whatever, they're usually like a dick a little bit. Yeah. But you're just like, yeah, no, he's just real about it. Like, I totally understand how he feels. So I'm like, yeah, I get it, dude. Yeah. Get out of there. Get out of there. You, you don't need to be there. Why is he there? <laughs> why, why is he? Why is that little dude there? Get him out of there. So he walks out. So Annie takes Nuke, right? She takes mm-hmm. the picture. And he's like, whatever, man. I'm into you. Let's do this. And he just yeah. he just starts getting naked. And she's like, hold on, honey. Hold on. Slow down. Undress for me. Tell me what you're doing. And all she does is she basically takes a player that she can control and mm-hmm. kind of mentor because f- for her love of baseball. So she's trying to equate. She, she's like boot camp. Zen and baseball. Mm-hmm. So she's combining sex and baseball to get what she wants. Right. It's very like Pavlonian, Pavlovian. It's, she's like. It's hilarious. All the dumb shit she, she like, makes. She trains them. Mm-hmm. The best is when he wears her garter under his uniform <laughs> because he's, he's in, he's in his head too much. Right. So she's like, wear my garter. <laughs> under your pitching, you know, under your uniform, because it'll make you think of me and not think of baseball and you'll be fine. And he can't do it. Cause he just can't put on a garter in the clubhouse. He's like, everybody will think right. I'm a little, little fruity, but when he does <laughs> and Kevin Costner's character catches him, he's like, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, Annie, Annie told me that I have a Pavlovian response to, if I wear this, I'll get out of my head. And Kevin Costner's like looking at him like, what the fuck? And then he just goes, he, he just goes with it. He's like, all right, all right. And the best line of the movie is when Kevin turns to him and adjusts the garter. And he goes, the rose is in the front, boy. <laughs> the rose is in the front. And I was like, yes, that is amazing. So, I mean, that, the movie is about, kind of about baseball, but it's mostly about Crash's character, like you were saying. An aging mm-hmm. baseball player trying to figure out his place in the universe. Yeah, and then and and he also another thing is he's he's encroaching on the uh, record mm-hmm. for most home runs, which he's not telling anybody about because he's that fucking humble. But also, he doesn't want to just be the best at the minor leagues because he has a slight complex with never making it into the majors. So he made it into the show one time for 21 days. Right. But that's not enough. It's not. But did they what what exactly happened? How did he why was he not But they, it's baseball. You it's up and down all day mm. every day. I mean, you could be in yeah. the ma- so You could play some games and just not work out. Right. Well, you're in a farm league for a major league team. I think the Durham Bulls is for the Miami Marlins. Uh... So they own that team and they, they farm you out and then you go to the, the majors when they, when they call you up. Wow. Baseball is only allowed to have 40 man active rosters in the season. So they trade you what a weird, What a weird line to be in, you know? Mm-hmm. So you move like, a lot. Oh gosh. And it goes, I mean, it goes, I mean, it literally goes Florida league, single A, double A, triple A. Once you hit triple A, then you, Generally, you don't generally go single A to the, the 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 majors. It's you usually go up the road, right? So you move a lot. 
Wow, it's amazing that young people can make it into the majors. That's, that's a quick. That's a quick. Uh, quick jump. Technically, they go into the farm lakes, but then they'll hit the majors eventually. But still, yeah, there are definitely some young dudes in the majors where it's like, oh, wow, yeah. you, uh, good for you. Wow, it's, they shouldn't call it a farm. That, but that's how they do it. That's, they grow that's you. That's what they call. That's what they call animals. That's the farms. They, they call them the minor leagues. They're hitting down to the farm, so you're gonna they're gonna cultivate and grow you down there. But anyway, so this is. In the movie, the Durham Bulls is the worst they've ever been, and it's up to Crash mm-hmm. to kind of take this aging, this young team, and like turn them in to something real, right? They, every baseball is super superstitious; it's heavily based around. Mm-hmm. So, of course, there's a Hispanic guy that's rubbing like chicken bone crosses on his bat and yeah. in the baseball slump, and I mean, and then there's a heavily religious guy that's like doing a Bible study right. before. Who's that actor? He's he's from something else. Anyway, continue. So I'm gonna look that up real quick. Um, Newt comes into his own. He realizes how to play the game. And another great scene in the movie is when they're on the road. Nuke is having a bad night, and so you know, Crash comes up to the mound to have a talk with him, and everyone joins him. Excuse me, what the hell's going on out here? Well. Nuke's scared because his eyelids are jammed and his old man's here. We need a live, was it a live rooster? We need a live rooster to take the curse off Jose's glove and nobody seems to know what to get Millie or Jimmy for their wedding present. Is that about right? That's right. We're yeah. dealing with a lot of shit. Well, uh, candlesticks always make a nice gift and uh, maybe you can find out where she's registered, maybe a place setting or maybe a silverware pattern. Okay, let's get to it. Here we go. I forget the Hispanic gentleman's name in the movie, but his glove has been cursed by his girlfriend and he needs a chicken to break the curse, right? Then they started talking about how the Christian guy had had proposed to one of the the groupies and they were getting married. And before you know it, half the team is on the mound. And so the coach is like, what the fuck's going on? So he runs out there and he's like, what are we doing here, ladies? And Kevin Costner takes over and he goes – we, we, we're working through some stings. Jose needs, is it a live chicken or is that you need a chicken? He needs a chicken. <laughs> Nuke is breathing out of the wrong goddamn eyelid because he had tried to learn to breathe out of his eyelids like a lizard. His character had tried to teach him and he had fucked that up. And he's like, and we all, for the life of us, can't figure out what to get Mark for his wedding. And, and then the, the coach's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, uh, you know, candle, candlesticks make a make a good wedding present. Um, you know, we can get maybe a place setting, uh, napkins. We can look, we we'll see where they're registered. We can kind of figure <laughs> out some shit, and then you know, you know, Crash's character goes. In in essence, Skip, we're really trying to figure out some major fucking shit here, and like that, that's just funny. It's just fucking funny because they're not really worried about baseball at that point. They're just like, dude, we're in the minors. We're just throwing around, having fun. Yeah, it is just a straight up good. Oh, and the Bible guy, I know what he's from. Nothing notable, but he is uh, he is a friend of Tim Taylor on Home Improvement. He's one of the regular He's one of the regular friends. Yeah. yeah. So cause I look he's in like Candyman three and uh, <laughs> and Terminator three. So good for in hot shots. He's, That's what he's in. He's definitely a C or a B or C actor for sure. <clears throat> I would probably call that a D. A D actor? A D list. When, you're, uh, when your IMDb is like 17 things long. 
<laughs> I, I, I don't think you're getting a passing grade. Oh. But, uh, but he's sweet in the movie. But um, overall, I, it's just, it is just straight up a funny movie. It's a great and it's movie. a drama and it's uh, romantic and it's uh, also Nuke is not even in the last third of the movie. No, you he... think there's going to be a big payoff with him? Last time you see him, he's getting interviewed. It's kind of what, like 20 minutes before the end of the movie? Yeah. He's getting interviewed because he's, he's officially in the majors at that point, right? Yeah, he went to the show. They called him up to the big show. That's what they call. So that's what it's called. They call the, the show. show. That explains. I have a. I have a an Xbox game, and it's called the the show. And I was like, "What's what's so showy about it? It's baseball. <laughs> it's baseball, yeah." <laughs> but it's. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah. So the last time we see him, he's being interviewed. He's spewing the the lines that that Crash had given him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I assume weeks before. And like verbatim, he doesn't even know what he's saying. He just knows what he's supposed to say. Uh, thank you. Was that for me? It's for my wife, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he's blowing me kisses over here. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then then it goes to and Crash is pretty butthurt at this point. Well, yeah, because they used him. They used him for what they needed. They yeah. needed him to get Nuke where he needed to be to go to the show. And once yeah. he did that. You know, Skip gives this talk, the whole, this is the hardest part of a manager's job. And we all, mm. he, you know, Crash has heard it before. And they basically are like, yeah. we don't have a place for you anymore. And they let him go. They, so they, they either can trade you or send you somewhere else, or they just put you on mm-hmm. waivers. So they released him. They leased him out of his contract. And he doesn't know what to do with himself because he's never not been a baseball player. It's terrible. He didn't deserve that. No. And Susan Sarandon's character is having this like existential crisis because, you know, she was Nuke's girl, but then he got really good at baseball. They quit having sex. Mm-hmm. But she constantly was thinking of Crash because Crash is who right. she wants to be with, but it's not her – her duty during the season is to fix ailing players to get them better. Yeah, and she wasn't ready to settle down. No. And then by the end of the movie – well, Crash, uh, just like any other 1988 film, shows up at her house, uh, and it works. He hit his final. He, <laughs> you know, he hit the final home run, broke the record, and quit he that did. day. He, funny enough, he went to the Asheville Tourists, which is where I'm actually from, Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, yeah. So, I was, have you taken pictures there? I've I've been many a time to the tourist games. We used to have Thirsty Thursdays to go there and get dollar drinks and. You got to get a good shot that's like from the movie, but but it's you instead of him. You know, go on one of those like fan tours of Bull Durham. <laughs> check out the whole movie. Not sure there's many tours of Bull reenact, Durham. <laughs> reenact some scene. Yeah, go on a backlot tour of the Bull Durham set. Oh, <laughs> but as soon as Crash, Crash and Nuke leave, the team goes to shit. Right? Like, mm-hmm. They show a scene. It's raining. No one's in the stands. So Susan mm-hmm. Sarandon's character leaves, crashes on the front porch. He's going to be a major. He's going to be a coach, a manager, and she would love that. And so you could tell that she's ready to hang it up and be mm-hmm. monogamous. And it's a straight up happy ending. It is. It is just a All happy, feel good movie. It is just a he got fired, and then, but fuck it, and now they're in love. All the way around, 
if you love sports, you don't even have to like sports. If you like a good rom-com, watch this movie. Yeah. Do yourself a favor. If you like a good comedy. Yeah. If you like a good Kevin Costner. I like... And if you don't, then you can just turn this off right now. <laughs> I love Kevin Costner. Uh, you, you probably already did. But, uh... I mean... Fantastic movie. And, and uh, as far as, like, baseball movies go in general, um... I have some honorable mentions in the baseball category. Okay, so it's, you, base, it's baseball season. A, is it's baseball season, and I don't know how many more times we're going to talk about these, except for maybe when the when the when the series when what's that the biggest show when the biggest show shows up. That's the big one, man. That's the it's, that's the uh, dream. Now, is that something? Is that something you? Is that something you watch regardless of whether you're involved? You do watch like the whole shebang. I watch the series. Yeah. What if it's like a boring combo? You know, what if it's like a Chris Jericho versus Edge? You know, not that exciting, but like mid tier. Still, still yeah, good to me. Still it's still it. baseball. Cool, cool. Because I know it's a lot of hours to to watch. So, baseball to me is just—I don't know, man. It, it just like I love to listen to it on the radio. Like I, I have an it's old the American radio. Dream. It, it is. It's the American pastime. It's the American game. There's so much history, strategy, and just passion mm-hmm. behind it. Because it's the smart American pastime. Like football is the we're stupid American pastime. That's like the just bulky dudes hitting each other, concussions. But baseball is the you know, it's it's thoughtful. It's there's a there's it's a, steady paced. It's respectful. I'm not gonna say I like football. I like college football. Um, I, but the, but the comparison as far as uh, their impact I, in the world. I think baseball is more of a – it's strategy. It's, stati- it's a sport mm-hmm. based on statistics. I mean that's right. amazing. Um, it's I, like playing like, risk. But the thing is like when you watch one team – like I watch the Atlanta Braves, but I also watch the Farm League. So then there's, mm-hmm. one, there's like seven other teams I watch. So I'm paying attention to oh, so many shit. baseball teams. And I bet all those got fantasy leagues too, huh? I don't do fantasy league stuff. I just watch <laughs> the games and I enjoy it. Really? That's oh, yeah. cool. I just I just really enjoy turning on in, in so in Pizza Planet there is a tape. There's a there's an old school radio that I have it dialed mm-hmm. into Braves radio. So I'll go down there and mess with tapes, listen to baseball. I'll probably have Field of Dreams on I have two TVs down there, just like in a movie, nice. just in a store. So I'll probably have nice. like Bull Durham on one. Definitely during the season. Major League has played more than once. Major League's a great one. I haven't seen that Wild since I was a kid, but Wild Thing will be sung multiple times. <laughs> I'm a, so, I was always a a children's baseball movie guy. So Rookie of the Year, of course, Sandlot, uh Angels in the end, uh Outfield. Outfield. Um yeah, not the end zone. I I don't know if I ever I have it. I don't know if I ever watched that one growing up. But uh I just I something about baseball. So I played baseball as a kid for six years, and I did not like it. Um, but I played it because you know I thought I had to. But uh, I also really wanted to win a trophy, and I never did. I was the right fielder all the time. I didn't do anything. But for some reason, I was always drawn to baseball movies, even to this day. And now Bull, Bull Durham uh, cracked its way right up to the. Right up to the top of my list. So besides like Filter Dreams, I mean, besides the kid movies, small movies, are there any other baseball movies that you watch? Um, I remember enjoying The Rookie 
but I only watched it once. Uh, I just remember I enjoyed it. I forget who that was. Uh, Quaid, Dennis mm-hmm. Quaid. Yep. Um, cool. Good guess. Uh, I remember that. And then they kind of, what was that movie? Hardball. That counts, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but they kind of died down in the last, I don't know, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Actually, really I just, any. I got a baseball movie today. My wife got me the fan. De Niro and Wesley Snipes. That's one. Yeah, I have that. Is that a good? Is that a good one? I didn't know if it was considered a baseball movie or like a uh, action. It's action with a little bit of baseball in it. It's it's good. Okay. Um, for, cool. for me, it's definitely um, Field of Dreams, uh, Bull Durham, Love of the Game. These, which are all three Kevin Costner baseball movies. Um, wow. You gotta love a League of Their Own. Oh women, yes, women's baseball. Um, mm-hmm. Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears. Classic. Um, <laughs> Mr. Baseball with um, Tom Selleck. Oh, never saw that one. Uh, it's a great one. Yeah. The Scout. Oh, I remember. With Brendan Fraser. The Scout. Yeah. Um, and a newer one that came out in 2011, Moneyball with Jonah Hill. He's in it. And oh. Brad Pitt. It's about the Oakland Athletics. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's a <laughs> what a name. Yeah, Oakland Athletics. The great. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the smallest teams, money wise. Baseball. I can go. On, I can talk forever on, I'm about sure. baseball, but um, I mean, there's there's definitely some rom coms like Fever Pitch, which is mm-hmm. it's more of a romantic comedy than it is about baseball. But I love baseball. I just like there are good. I I enjoy a good sports movie. Mm-hmm. And baseball always takes place during the summer, so yeah. that's always nice. What ta- Ooh, that's a good idea. Let's have a winter, a snow like a Wisconsin in the middle of December themed baseball movie. It won't happen. Base, you know, baseball starts in February. In get out there in November. the rain. I want to see an all weather baseball league. Okay. Or just extreme weather. Like they only play in a hurricane or we can have basketball. Oh, can I just say that's my favorite ba- like baseball movie and basketball movie? Cause <laughs> I am a full supporter of basketball. Oh, it is a that is an interesting. I want to. I wish I could have a like an actual basketball. Like, but they don't make them. But I want a giant baseball. I'm pretty sure you could with the internet. You could Google it and figure out, and somebody will make you a giant basketball. I'm on it. Please tell me you're googling it right now. <laughs> of course, that is amazing. And if you find it. <laughs> You have to buy it. Cool. But, well, I'm stoked that you love, you found a love for one of my favorite movies. I did. I'll never forget it. And I'm going to watch it again. And now I get to tell people to watch it. I actually need to reach out to my uncle, who's a, a big baseball fan to see, because I'm surprised I never heard of it. Gotcha. So, I, like, I thought I had heard of all of them. So you're going to give, what would you give this out of five? Out of five? I'd say it's a, it's a four. For me, it's, I'd say it's a, it's at least an eight out of ten. So with that scale, I'd say four out of five. See, that's I'm a it's, it's five for five for me, five yeah, stars. And I understand that. Yeah, it is it is great. Um, yeah, the only reason it's down a notch is because, you know, if you hate baseball, then uh, right. then you're not going to really I got it want to watch this at all. But uh, I do have a love for baseball, and this is this is one of the best. I can't find a real basketball. 
I'm sorry, well, everybody. Well, you just tried for t- it, two and a half minutes, but we, 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 when we get off the show, we, we'll dial it. We'll jump in. Mm-hmm. If it boils down to it, I'll just spray paint a basketball for you. If anybody out there has any leads. <laughs> on a basketball. Contact your boy. Holla at your boy. As always, guys, we are the guys behind the counter. If you have any suggestions, questions, hit us up on our social media at Behind the Counter Podcast on Instagram or email us at Behind the Counter Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, questions if you want us to watch something if you have a favorite baseball movie let us know um and we'll do a shout out in the uh instagram stories but as always we appreciate you listening later